Hey guys, welcome to Tyson's Fitness Tips Podcast. If you want to lose weight, increase your energy, improve your health and fitness, and look your best, then you have come to the right place. My name is Tyson Brown. I'm a personal trainer, and my job is to help you transform your body by sharing with you the most up-to-date information on health and fitness. I'm going to distill it all down for you into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take immediately to see results quickly. Now, every Tuesday and Thursday, you can expect a brand new episode, which will be a mixture of interviews with top experts from around the world in the fitness space, and as well as solo episodes from myself, sharing with you exactly what action steps you need to take to transform your health, your body, and your life. Also, don't forget to listen all the way to the end of the show, because in the middle, I'm going to share with you a time-saving tip, and it might just be a game-changer. I know you're short on time, and this one can save you a lot of time and a lot of energy. So, let's get into the show. What's going on, guys? It is Tyson Brown here, back with another episode of Tyson's Fitness Tips. And today, I'm bringing someone for our own backyard. He's uh, he's a bit of a TV celebrity now at the moment, and he's dabbled in a couple of things. And I have interviewed one of his partners in crime named Dan Churchill. So today I am bringing on Hayden Quinn onto the show. Hayden, welcome and thank you for joining us. G'day Tyson and um, g'day to all your listeners out there. Uh, It's great to be here. Looking forward to having a bit of a chat. Awesome. And so Hayden, for the people who don't know who you are, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what's going on for you right now in regards to the TV life? Oh yeah, I am. (laughs) So I'm a... Well, I'm 31 now. That's kind of scary. 31-year-old dude from Sydney's Northern Beaches, Australia, which is the best place in the world. Um, I grew up here on the Northern Beaches, and basically, I work in food media. Um, That's my main. I guess that's my main identity. Uh, We've got a new show on air at the moment um, called Family Food Fight. It actually started last night on the um, 30th of uh, October, which is very, very exciting. We're back on the air again tonight. So that's going to run for four weeks. Um, we did that with Channel 9 here in, in Australia. Uh, and then aside from the TV stuff, I also uh, own a gym with two mates here on the Northern Beaches called The Cube Gym. Uh, it's a functional health and fitness space. With um, We've also got some allied health professionals that work for us as well, physio, exercise, fears, massage, nutrition, all those good things. Um, also a partner in a partnership in a wine label called Kooks um, and we're based out of Melbourne and we um, basically run the business off the model of um, purpose-driven business. So we give back 50% of all our profits to different uh, charities, different causes, different people doing awesome things. Um, and if you're in Australia, you can pick up that drop uh, at the good old Dan Murphy store. Um, I do a couple of other things as well, but they're not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like the food, the the food, the exercise, and the alcohol. That's a good combination for me. <laughs> that's actually one of the reasons I decided to bring you on today, Hayden. Because a lot of people think that they have to. There's a separation between health and fitness, and you can't go out and drink, and you can't enjoy your food, and things like that. And you've kind of, well, you're an image of what it actually looks like. So that's why I thought, you know what, let's bring him on and let's uh, ask some questions about it. But before we do. How did you actually get into this field? Like, how did you get into food media and get into your fitness and all those type of things? Yeah, so for me, I guess it, like everything, it stems from childhood, basically. Um, and we see a lot of great examples of uh, lessons learned early on in childhood sort of perpetuate themselves throughout life. So I think that's very important for any 
fathers or mothers out there listening, you know, setting those good examples at a young age is so important. Um, I don't have any kids myself. I'm just talking from being a child. Um, but, yeah, mum and dad were always active, always outside. My old man coached uh, football teams. He did Ironman triathlons. He's heavily involved in the surf club. So we grew up around, you know, rugby league, triathlon, surf club stuff. I was always doing active things, always out there training, you know, surfing, being in the sun, being outside, you know, doing everything a good kid should be doing basically. Um, and then on the food side of things, my mum was a home economist. Um, so she, a home economist basically teaches you those skills that you need to run a, a good home and in particular in regards to food. So it looks at obviously the name states at the economy of the home um, and sort of food and, and creating good, healthy I guess, affordable meals for people at home. So mum mum used to teach cooking. Um, so I sort of picked up a lot of info from her and I was always one that was very curious. So I was always wanting to know more, wanting to learn more. And, you know, when you're a young lad, um, all you want to do is eat. We know that much, um, especially if you're doing a lot of training. So the food thing was very, very interesting to me and I knew that food was fuel from a very young age um, and good food was super important. Um, and I guess that sort of, Ran on to a, a TV appearance on MasterChef, which I think is a pretty synonymous brand around the world these days, the old MasterChef back in 2011. So I was on there and, and did my food and TV stuff. And, and since then, have done a number of TV shows here in Australia for Foxtel and, and ABC, SBS, now on Channel 9. Um, yeah, and then the, the gym side of things, we can probably talk about that in another sentence, but a couple of mates and I, we... You know, we started up this Cube Gym about uh, coming on to four years, I think, in February. So, yeah, it's all pretty cool. But the food, the food and the fitness definitely started at home. Um, you know, that was that's where it all began. Okay, nice one. So, was, so you've kind of always been surrounded by that in a way, as since a young guy. And one thing you mentioned there was about food being fuel for your body. And so, so how did you portray like? Did you always have this connotation where the food you put in your body is going to result in how you look, how you feel, or did it take a while for you to actually be able to th- start put, connecting the dots together? Um, I think well, I'm probably still the same. I'm, I'm one of those guys that I'm very fortunate in that I can eat a lot of food and I, I still look and feel pretty good. Um, as I've gotten older, my diet's definitely changed with certain little intolerances and things that... I know my body doesn't like or doesn't respond well to, but um, as I was growing up, you know, I was that active. You know, I, you know, through high school, I'd swim for two hours in the morning. Then you'd go to school, and then I'd do, you know, I'd be training on the dam or training out in the ocean or whatever for another couple of hours in the afternoon. So basically, it was all about getting as much food in the body as I possibly could and just making sure I wasn't fading away to a shadow. <laughs> um, uh, these days, it's a little bit more targeted with the nutrition. Um, you know, I, I found out that I'm allergic to caffeine, so I don't drink any form of caffeine, no, no coffee, none of that Red Bull crap, none of no pre-workout junk, none of that shit. That's just a waste of time. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that use it and probably benefit from it, but I'm not into that sort of stuff. I'm more of a real food sort of guy. But, yeah, no caffeine for me. And also my body doesn't like dairy that much. Um, so I try to have as little of that as I possibly can, but – I can't say no to Ben and Jerry's choc fudge brownie ice cream. It's very hard to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially, yeah, especially after a big day. So, um, 
that's my sort of one little thing. But if I don't have my if I don't have dairy, I feel much better. That's definitely something that I notice. Um, and and another thing that I've liked to sort of change with my diet at the moment is sort of moving towards. Uh, I guess increasing the number of vegetables and the number of, I guess, vegetarian days that I have. Tuesday is normally a bit of a veggie day for us in our household, um, me and my girlfriend and my roommate. But I'm um, trying to get as much veggie in as possible is is really important. It makes me feel good as well. Everyone's different. You know, I'm sure you talk about it all the time. It's There's no one one size fits all sort of food or diet or training or any sort of program it's very that's the hardest thing with fitness and health it's it's very specific to the individual and i'm sure it's something you challenge and and tackle every single day with all your different clients absolutely and that's like i'm a big advocate of uh, the intermittent fasting diet but that like you said it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be able to suit some type of lifestyle because everyone is so different actually yeah uh, when it, I just had a question though. When it came to finding out you're allergic, allergic to caffeine, how exactly did you discover that? Um, so I was, it was a funny one. It was probably, God, I was 18. So it was, you know, 13 years ago, 14 years ago, a long time ago. But I was finding that I was very down, very, not down as in emotionally, but just lethargic and tired all the time and not feeling my best and, you know, not feeling like a young 18 year old healthy guy should feel. And, um, you know, my grandma actually encouraged me to go and get some testing done and go to this clinic um, in Monaval here on the northern beaches called, I think it's called Optimum Health. And they do a lot of testing for different things and, and a big sort of health and wellness practice. Um, so I went out there and we did some tests and, and came back that, yeah, caffeine was sort of stuffing with my adrenal and thyroid gland, which, you know, as we know, is very important in function and energy and, and development. So um, basically for me it was um, – I just went cold turkey straight away, just cut the caffeine. Um, and it, it, it sort of hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Anyone that knows they've gone, you know, caffeine's a drug. Anyone that knows that goes from using a drug every day to not using it at all, like whether it be sugar or, you know, cocaine or heroin, it's it's hard on the body. So, yeah, cut the caffeine straight away. And I haven't really had, well, I haven't had any caffeine since. Um, and I don't feel like I need it, really. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. It's actually funny to say that people, like, you know, people know how hard it is. I'm actually doing an elimination diet at the moment, and one thing I had to take out was coffee, and that's, like, one of my yep. my lovely drugs. And I'm like, oh, man, it's been a yeah. bit of a struggle, but, yeah, you get through it. There are other things that are, you know, it's kind of like a false energy in a way, too, that people just, they rely on that because they think that's what they need to give them the energy for the day when your body should be able to produce it if you're given the right type of food in your body. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. It's It's... It's one of those things, it's like the people that say, oh, I can't start the day unless I have a coffee. It's like, fuck, just go for a swim or something, you know, get moving. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, other, there's other ways to um, energize, energize yourself in the morning. It doesn't involve having a coffee. Well, well let's, uh, let's dive into that a little bit then. Like when you say there's other ways to energize in the morning, what are some things that you found that energize your body and get you going? Because I'm sure there are some other people out there who are thinking, oh, you know, what maybe I would try, with, like I would not try and have coffee in the morning, but they don't know what they could do. So what are some things you've done or just like you've heard to give you more energy during the day? Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a morning, well, I train morning and afternoon, but I'm a morning uh, sort of aerobic trainer. So I'm training for a big race at the moment called the Coast to Coast in New Zealand, which is a um, trans-New Zealand, southern South Island sort of race from the West Coast to the East Coast. So a lot of long-distance endurance-style training. So I'm, I basically, I'm up uh, 5 o'clock, we're up 5 o'clock this morning, and then in the pool, um, swimming, so 
basically I the way I like to get the energy going is just start the day basically straight away with some sort of exercise and, and wake up with the sun. Um, I think that's really important. Connect your body to the earth um, and the sunrise and the changes in, in daylight and um, sun coming up, sun going down, body waking up, body slowing down, that sort of thing. I feel it's very important. But, yeah, for me it's about getting up, you know, going for an exercise, whether it's a, a swim or cycling at the moment for me in the mornings, um, and then fueling up the body um, sort of after that exercise and, and getting some good fuel in um, and making sure that you're, you're ready to go and ready to hit the day. Nice one. And so when you say you start off with that and then you feel your body, so do you do your swimming or your cycling, you do that on an empty stomach? I do, yeah. I used to, when I was younger, I used to, I can eat before I train. Um, that's not an issue. I, I'm not one of those people that, that can't eat. You know, I'll, some people just can't tolerate it. My body's pretty good. Um, I can tolerate it. And if I'm going to do a race or something, I'll have probably just have a banana or a pretty dry wheat bix um, just to sort of put something in my stomach so it's not acidic or anything like that, um, just to sort of soak some of the juices up, I guess. But, um, yeah, when I'm training, you know, every day, I'm, uh, yeah, no food before training, just water. And then um, – Basically, whenever I get out of the pool or off the bike, I'll have a banana straight away. And then when I get home, I have um, or either a combination of things. You know, I'm doing normally like between 2 and 3K in the pool and on the bike between 50 to 80 Ks on the bike. So it's a lot of energy output. Ooh, so yeah. I'll get home, yeah, get home, have some coconut yogurt, muesli, and a few little chopped chips in there as well. Give me a little bit of love and then I'll have some form of eggs after that as well, whether it be hard-boiled eggs um, with sourdough sort of fingers to get in there like the old soldiers um, or zucchini scrambled eggs just straight up as it is or, um, yeah, fried eggs with some leftover from the night before, whether it be, you know, leftover mince from a spag bowl or, you know, leftover curry. i got no problems with smashing um, dinner for breakfast either. <laughs> savory savory breakfast is all good and that sort of fuels me up until i have my next sort of meal uh later in the day nice one and so mm. one thing you like i noticed that you said there as soon as you're out of the pool or you've had that that training where you haven't eaten anything you're fueling your body straight away with the nutrients yep. that it needs to actually get going for the rest of the day to and to recover replenish yep. and feel good yeah, 100%. You know, I used to, um, I used to, like we were talking about, sort of touched on supplements before. I used to use, um, you know, your, your protein shakes and whatnot. And I've sort of gone away from that and just reverted back to the good old whole foods. And, you know, I basically, the banana straight out of the pool or the banana straight off the bike is just something to sort of tide me over and give me a little bit of love before I get home and get into the kitchen and, and have real, you know, a real proper full, uh, full meal. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, into the banana then into some, uh, more whole food, whether it be a protein and carbohydrate combination of, you know, the, my muesli and then my eggs. Nice one. And I like how you say that. Like a lot of people ask about supplements because they think that might be a magical thing, but at the end of the day, you need to be giving your body the nutrients it needs from whole foods predominantly first. Like, you know, yep. you might not always have the opportunity to go, go back home, you know, have a meal like you do, but if you're someone yep. who does have that opportunity, always aim for real food, yep. whole nutritious food first because you're going to yep. get a lot more out of it than yep. having slamming down a protein shake afterwards. 100%, yeah. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's like you said, um, there's there's plenty of people out there that are extremely busy and, and whatnot and don't have time necessarily to whip something up. But 
you know, the protein shake should be your last resort, really. Um, should be your last sort of filler. And when people say to me they don't have time, I tell them to have a look at my diary and then figure it out because I've got plenty of time to make it all work. Um, so uh, I think it's about either waking up earlier, staying up later, preparing, planning, lists. Time is only something that you put around your own capabilities, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, time is one of those things that you can definitely manage and, and as I'm sure you advocate, it's all about planning and preparation, um, getting you through the week. Absolutely. And so when it comes to planning then, how like how do you kind of plan around your meals, your eating times? Like do you do much uh, uh, much meal preparation or do you cook on the day? What's it like for you at the moment? Give us an idea. Yeah, for me at the moment, um, I'm pretty scattered because of this new TV show that we've got coming out. So the last sort of two, three weeks or even the last four days I've done Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide on Thursday, Adelaide Friday, Sydney Saturday, and then we'll go again. Um, so I'm I'm all over the shop, which is which is really hard, and it sort of it, it cripples me a little bit mentally because I love routine and I crave it, um, and I love being prepared and I love having you know my my salads organised for the week and you know having all my ingredients and cooking things up and being all planned, but. Yeah, it's not it's not always like that, especially when you're you're traveling a lot. So um, at the moment, I'm a bit scatterbrained. So it's one of those things where they're cooking on the go and making sure I've got my little snacks and my little things that I turn to that I know I can have on the run. And especially when I'm going through airports and stuff like that, I, I know what I can and can't eat in the lounge and make sure that I'm I'm pretty organized. I never eat that airplane food on the short flight. I do on a longer flight, but on the short flight, I am. Um, I just stay away from it for a little bit and then um, have some good food when I uh, touch down on the ground. Nice one. So obviously uh, having that busier lifestyle at the moment, can you give us, like you said, you have snacks and things like that. Can you give us some examples about what type of snacks you have while you're traveling? Because I have, obviously there's a lot of people who are busy and they are going to be constantly traveling. They really don't know what to eat or, you know, just some ideas. So what are you, what's what's kind of looked like for you at the moment? Yeah, for me, I... um. I've been getting I love my bananas I always have a banana in my backpack just in my drink bottle holder on the side of my backpack ready to go it's sort of like an emergency um, ration there ready to chuck in my gob and that just sort of ties me over until I can get some real food I also I'm a big fan of tuna and um, back in the day when I was lifeguarding many years ago we used to eat a lot of tuna just straight out of the can um, good quality sustainable tuna obviously making sure you're buying from the right sources but um, yeah I, I'd go for a bit of tuna and you know I've eaten tuna with like a stick or, a, you know, you know, and you don't have a fork. You're like, oh, I'm starving, but I just got to get this protein in and, and fill me up a little bit. So always have a tuna can in my backpack as well. They sort of come everywhere with me as an emergency sort of snack. Um, I, I, I used to eat a lot of nuts. I'm not, I'm not huge into the nuts, but my girlfriend makes these homemade sort of nut bars um, and I throw those in a little Ziploc and take those away with me as well. Um, and then classic, just a couple of boiled eggs. Um, and ready to go and just sort of take those away with me as well. And yeah, also like to have, um, if I'm, if I'm a little bit organized and I can take with me, just my girlfriend, or she's an amazing cook too. She, she, um, she makes homemade hummus. So some hummus with, you know, zucchini, oh, not zucchini, cucumber, carrots, celery, just some good veg as well. Dip that in there. It's all good stuff. Good flavor, good fun, nice, nice and uh, fibrous. So yeah, that's good to have as well on the go. 
Nice one. You got a whole bunch of stuff there that we can be yeah. using for when we're on the travel. Especially a yeah. lot of it's really, really portable that you can take, you know, into the airport and stuff like that too. Yeah, exactly right. You know, the good stuff in the airport is you can take your own food on there. Like, don't don't feel bad about that. You don't need to eat the crap on the plane. Um, you know, take your own food, pack your own little lunchbox. I saw a kid on the plane yesterday, and his mum had made him this epic lunchbox. I walked past it, and I was like, oh, I want that. It had like, it had like, pretty similar. Like, it had hummus, it had um, cucumber sticks, it had a few little nuts, it had a little sandwich, it had some fruit. It was like a little kid's bento box. I was like, fire out, killing it. Mum's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, but yeah, I, and. I'm I'm very fortunate because I, I can go into the lounges and whatnot and, and Qantas are great that they've got, you know, in the mornings they've got bo- hard-boiled eggs there so you crack open some hard-boiled eggs. Um, I'm quite partial to a little toast cheese toasty as well when I'm feeling a little bit peckish. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it's all about just being on top of things, I guess, and, and planning. Yeah, planning's the, like you said, planning's the big thing that most people, they fail to do but one hour of planning is worth, like, you know, a week of getting stuff done. A hundred percent. And one, one thing I didn't touch on, we were sort of texting before on Skype, but water, like hydration for travel, like especially if you're a, you know, you're a high flyer and you're in the plane a lot, you're on the road a lot. I don't go anywhere without my reusable water bottle, you know, and I'm filling it up constantly. I'm hydrating constantly. I get the ladies on the plane or the ladies and the guys on the plane to fill it up for me. It's, you know, even if I'm doing like an hour flight, Sydney to Brisbane, Sydney to Melbourne, it's like I'm going through at least one big you know, one liter drink bottle of mine. It's just so crucial when you're flying and you're traveling so much. It's It just zaps you if you're not hydrating, especially if you've trained that morning or you want to train that afternoon when you get home. So I can't stress how much um, hydration is is important. Um, yeah, I was just talking to someone the other day, actually, it's quite funny, and we're at a the good food and wine show up in Brisbane and it was one of the wine reps. And I said, you know what? And she doesn't drink coffee either. And I was like, you know what? The only things I drink are water and alcohol. <laughs> and it's like water, good quality beer, good quality wine, happy days. <laughs> I think that's way. all you really need. If, if you're putting any of those sugary drinks or any of that other crap in there, it's, um, it's just useless really. You don't really need it. It's time for another episode of Tyson's Time Savings Tips. Guys, this one is around nutrition and I have found this to be such a great time saver for me when it comes to going food shopping. So you know one thing that you always have to do is create a shopping list, right? You always have to write down exactly what you need. Well, what I've actually done is I've created one big note that has down what my key ingredients are always going to be. So most of the time, you will buy the exact same things because you enjoy them, right? There might be a protein source like chicken or it might be a some type of vegetable that you favor. But whatever you find yourself buying on a constant basis, make that one big shopping list that you can use from. So that way, you, or every time you go in there, you can have a quick check off in there and see if you need it or not. And that way, you're saving yourself time and mental energy instead of having to always go back and have a look. Okay, do I need this? Do I need that? And you've got to note it all down. But if you've got a whole list there for your protein sources, for your vegetable sources, for your carbohydrate sources, it gives you a quick reminder because there is nothing worse than getting home from the grocery store and thinking, shit, I forgot this. I've got to go all the way back. 
But if you've got that whole list out there on your phone, and every time you go in, you can just say, okay, oh yeah, I do need this. You just put a little check mark next to what you need and what you don't need. That way, you're going to be saving yourself so much time, mental energy, and you're not going to be forgetting those things at the food store because that has been one of the biggest game changers for me in regards to having to sit down every single Sunday or Wednesday and check what foods do I need, what foods do I not need, and having me constantly think about it because it's so easy for something to slip your mind. But if you have that master list list there, I promise you it's going to make it so much more easier and time efficient. So make a master list. Think about all the things you usually buy on a weekly basis. Have it in one big note on your notes on iPhone and it's going to be so much easier. Now let's get back into the episode. Absolutely. And like I said, good quality is the is the important yeah. thing there because a lot of people... Yeah. They say, oh, you know, like, oh, I, it's fine if you want to drink alcohol, but if you're going to do something or you're going to go out for a meal, make sure it's good quality and make sure you yeah. enjoy it. Don't waste it on something silly. A hundred percent. Yeah, good quality. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about, you know, people get a little bit antsy and they're pantsy about the old alcohol, but as long as you're not over-consuming and as long as you drink, you know, alcohol is a living product. You know, if you're, if you're consuming good alcohol, it's got probiotics in it. It's got good you know, live cultures, you know, it's real, it's a real product. It's a, it's, it's one of those ferments that people go on about all the time, how good fermentation is. That's what alcohol is fermentation. That's where it all started. Um, obviously it has a great side effect that you have a little giggle at the same time, but, um, yeah, having good quality, you know, proper, you know, I'm I'm not talking about your Carlton draft and your VB. That's, you know, that's not real, alcohol i'm talking about good quality natural wines good quality beer that's made with proper natural yeast and and things like that but um yeah i'm I'm quite partial to a nice little tipple especially with a meal and that's the same goes with your food you know good quality produce equals good quality fuel and makes you feel better at the end of the day you might have to pay a little bit extra but yeah it sort of all helps doesn't it absolutely it's it's uh it's kind of like a savings account you put it in for now and it's going to pay off dividends in the future yeah, 100%. 100%. We're only getting older and older. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be hanging around here a lot longer than, you know, our predecessors, so we're going to make sure the body is in check for those uh many many years to come. <laughs> Absolutely. That's uh like I said, like you picture an 80-year-old now who a lot of 80-year-olds, you know, they they can't walk around, they can't move around and things like that, but if you put if you do the things right now, you set yourself yeah. up for when you know, you could be a healthy 80-year-old who's exercising and moving and feeling good and being able to wipe your own ass at the end of the day. <laughs> 100%. And so let's uh, circle back a little bit, Hayden, when it comes to, because I know a lot of people who listen to me about like preparation and things like that, but what, like when we think about in the kitchen, what are some of like, you know, what are some common mistakes you've probably noticed with people when it comes to cooking? Like how, like a lot of people say they hate to cook because it takes so long, but I feel like mm. there's, there's some mistakes that could be made there that are actually taking, making it longer than it actually is. Yeah, I think I think the some of the biggest things in the kitchen. Well, and it's I guess this first one is just life in general. It's just a lot of people aren't confident. You know, it's confidence. It's like they're not they're worried or they're scared or a bit concerned. It's like just get in there and go for it. Give it a go. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to turn the smoke alarm on. Like who cares? Or you're gonna you're gonna burn your steak. Like give it a good give it a good crack and um and have a bit of a dig. Um, another big one for me, I think cooking is all about. There's like the four T's. Uh, it's temperature, taste, time, and texture. So 
I guess the the big two for our coming out of those are temperature and time. And I find that people, you know, take cooking a steak, for example. I see people and even my friends do it and I, they cook me a steak and you're like, what is that? It just looks rubbish. In, and it's like insipid. It's been cooked in like a, a cold pan. It hasn't been done quickly. You know when you go to a steak restaurant and you get this big mama steak and it's got this beautiful golden like rich sort of juicy looking crust on the outside and it's still nice and pink and medium rare in the middle that's you know you you should be able to cook that at home it's not hard to do um and it all comes down to that temperature and timing and i think people are too scared sometimes to cook on a high heat and that comes with experience but like if you're cooking a steak crank it right up you know get the pan as hot as you possibly can get it you cook in cast iron you know cook with just a little bit of oil put it on the steak chuck that in the pan And then you'll know when it's time to flip it because it'll tell you. It'll sort of release itself from the pan. You give it a flip and away you go. But, yeah, I think think timing and temperature is one of the big big things. And and then coming down from the timing side of things, when when you're starting to cook, you know, following a recipe is a great way to do it. Um, And and following that recipe, it should be like your little guidebook. Uh, First thing you should do when you look at a recipe is read the ingredients first. Have the ingredients measured out, have them weighed out, have them cut, have them chopped. Do exactly what the recipe tells you to do before you start cooking. So, you know, have be like a restaurant. Have your little bowls, you know, have your garlic chopped up in one bowl, have your onion in another, have your carrots over here, you know, have your herbs ready to go, have your steak seasoned, you know, get everything sort of sorted and then, okay, now I'm ready to cook and then start cooking because there's nothing worse than like, throwing the onions in and then you forgot to chop the carrots or you've forgotten to do the garlic and then the onions burning and you're trying to chop and it becomes stressful. I think having that, again, plan it out, chop everything up, get it all in front of you, be organized, follow the recipe, hang it out. Right, okay. Sounds easy, but it's sometimes not that easy. <laughs> no, no, but I think that's a really good idea because a lot of people, like they'll start, myself included, have started to try and make a recipe before, but we actually haven't cut and prepared the ingredients before we actually want to use it. Yeah, I think that's the one thing most people sort of, and it's probably not um, expressed or, or defined well enough in, you know, on a recipe or in a cookbook. It's like, look, these are the ingredients. You need to do this first, and then you start you know, going through the actual method. You know, it's like a science experiment, basically. Hopefully it tastes better than the old science experiment, though. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, you'd hope so. <laughs> so I'm actually having a look on your website at the moment, and there's one that I've come across is some espresso protein balls. Ah, yes. That was my, obviously not for my consumption. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, me and my mate Jimmy, a.k.a. Notorious, a.k.a. Butterboy, um, we did a really cool uh, little series for YouTube where we came up with some cracker, little baking, some healthy, some not so healthy uh, dishes. But yeah, the espresso protein balls, they're unreal. Super simple, really, really easy. All you need is a food processor or you could probably try and do it in a blender, but a food processor is probably easier. Or if you're really super keen, just a, a knife and just chop away. It's got some almonds in it, some cashews. Good quality protein. We use pea protein, um, kept at Vego. Um, dates, which obviously have a lot of sugar in them, but you know, if you're sort of keeping track of your other sugar consumption, you can sort of keep an eye on it. Got your cacao, vanilla, and then of course for the espresso hit, some uh, some coffee and cinnamon in there as well. 
it's really easy making those. People see those bliss balls. They sell them for like six bucks or something a go at the at the cafe. But you make up a big batch of that at home with some good quality nuts, some good dates, you know, a few different spices in there to give it a bit of love. And you can make those up quite easily at home yourself. Um, so, yeah, people should take that recipe and, and sort of tweak it. You know, we use almonds, we use cashews. You know, you could you can mix it up. You can throw whatever nuts you want in there, throw whatever protein you want in there, make them vanilla, make them matcha, make them, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, nice one. I think I'm actually going – I'm going to post this one on the uh, on the blog, guys, because if you actually follow this, this is actually a good high-protein snack you can have during the day too for when those little yeah. cravings come and yeah. just take away the coffee. Or you can have it, you know, early in the morning type of thing for that mid-morning pickup. Yeah, 100%. There's a, there's, um, the recipe's there. There's also a little video, so you guys can follow along in the video as well. Um, yeah, check it out. Let me know how it goes. Tell me about your espresso protein balls, or even better, come up with your own and, um, yeah, hit us up. Let us know how they go. And what about, so if we're talking, like you said, you can change it around a little bit, Hayden. Like, how do we know, I guess I kind of want to know, like, you know, I'm always, always want to experiment with different things. How do you, like, what do you know what to change and what to kind of keep in to make sure it's not going to all just completely fall apart? Yeah, that's that's sort of a tricky one. And that, that obviously comes with experience. But sort of in this recipe, for example, we're looking at that, that espresso protein ball recipe. What you want to look at is the different types of ingredients. So we've got our nut ingredient, which is a very dry ingredient. We've got our pea protein, which is also a very dry ingredient. Um, we have our dates which is a moist ingredient. So you're thinking about the quantity of dry to sort of moist or wet. Um, and at the end of the day, it's always good to have like anything, goal setting, visualization, visualize what the end product is meant to be so that you can plan your recipe accordingly. So if we were going to mix this up and say we we're going to put walnuts and peanuts, for example, instead of almonds, we keep the quantities the same because you know we want the same sort of amount um if we wanted to mix the protein up we'd keep that the same we just change the style of protein i think the constants you need to keep would be the dates because they are the binding agent they're what's bring they are what brings everything together okay um if you didn't like chocolate you could get rid of that if you liked vanilla you keep the vanilla in um the other thing is the coffee that's the liquid element that's going to bring it all together so you need to have that water in there to um to bring it all together and then spice away you know people love cinnamon i love cardamom put some ginger ground ginger in there you know mix it up a little bit nutmeg all spice um and that'll give you a little tweak and and um make make a little bit of variety in your life and i'm sure people love it you bring those to the office or the work site far out they'll be gone before you know it set up a little stall and sell them <laughs> yeah, start selling them for six bucks yourself you'll be right Sorry? So I said start selling for six bucks yourself and you'll be right making those That's ones. Right. Start a new business up. <laughs> and guys, that's actually a way a lot healthier option than having one of your coworkers come in with a bunch of donuts that you usually slip up for, especially in the afternoon. Making yeah. yourself some protein balls ahead of time is a really, really good idea. And yeah, on the off the back of that comment as as well, Tyson, is you know, you might think, Oh yeah, I'll just buy them from the shop, but buying them from the shop, you don't know what's gone in them. You know, you read the packet of the, a lot of this in inverted commas, health food, there's fillers, there's this, there's that, there's all this crap that they put in to make it one, stabilized, two, sit on the shelf for six to eight months, and three, taste better than what it probably would if they didn't chuck all the salt, sugar, and et cetera, et cetera. And so if you're doing it at home, if you're creating this food at home, you know exactly what's going in it. 
you can track it, you can keep an eye on it, you know, you can see if anything's reacting to you. Like you were saying, you can really figure out how your diet's going if you're the one producing the food. So important. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, and that's the same thing when you go out, you want to, like say, go to a better quality place because it's going to have better quality food because a lot of people, when you go out and you eat the crappy food like McDonald's, you actually don't know what's in half that stuff anyways. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. You've got no idea what's in there. It's And my girlfriend always spruiks this fact about Macca's beef patties. She says that every patty, hamburger patty has a hundred different cows blended into the one thing. Yeah, right. Wow, that's a... Uh, Think about that for a second. Man, that's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't eat Macca's. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, that turned everyone off, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and so... We've talked a little bit about like having a protein snack. What about when you're talking about lunch? I know you've, you've, you, uh, sorry, lunch, breakfast. You've talked about a couple of things there, but like, what's a really good, simple, quick breakfast that people can make that is for, like, there's very, very nutritious that you'd say, okay, if you were, if you were to do this, like, if you, if you were short on time, you need something quick, I would yeah. suggest try this. Okay, for me, another one that's on my website as well, it's in the sharing section, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's my zucchini scrambled eggs. Look, it's not it's not fancy. It doesn't look amazing, but it tastes great. It's got good protein in there. You've got some greens in there. All it is is basically zucchini, a little bit of olive oil. Cook that off until it softens a little bit, a little bit of homemade pesto, three eggs, whisk it around with a fork, a little bit of water in with the eggs just to give them a little bit of volume. Mixy, 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 cookie, 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 those eggs, finished, done. I can cook that for you, Tyson, in probably under three minutes, I reckon. Yeah, right. Like, if That's that's because I, I do that, I cook, you know, but if you were to do it, you could probably make that in like seven to ten minutes at home, I promise you. Okay. So it's something put it in, quick. Put it in a bowl, a little drizzle of olive oil over the top, a little squeeze of lemon juice, give it a bit of freshness. If you've got some herbs on the uh, kitchen counter, dri- throw that over the top. If not, just woof it down. You know, it's a good, you know, you've got your greens, you've got your protein. If you need some carbs, throw a nice bit of sourdough toast on there as well. Away you go. Nice one. I'm trying to have a look at that actually on your, in your sharing, did you say? Yeah, it should be in sharing. If you search in the search bar, just write um, scramble. I'm doing the same, scrambled Can you scrambled eggs? There we go. There you go, mate, yeah. Some guys, you're going to have to go to the website and I'll post that link up so you can go on Hayden's website and have a look because it looks delicious. It's, yeah, it's a good one. There's another video there for that as well, guys, so you can follow along on the video too, which is always helpful. Absolutely. And like that's a, that's another big thing. Like, you know, there's recipe books, but there's also you can watch the video. You know, if a lot of people have laptops and phones now. You can actually watch oh. it and be talked through exactly how to do it while you're in the kitchen and doing it. Exactly right. You know, these days we're so fortunate. Information is basically free. You can find out about anything, anywhere, anytime, and... You know, the world is your oyster. If you want to learn about something these days, whether it be cooking, training, you know, finance, whatever it may be, it's it's an open market. So, um, yeah, keep upskilling people. That's what it's all about. Keep learning. Keep curious. Exactly right. So we've gone over a little bit about, obviously, you know, the, uh, when it comes to cooking, looking at the temperature, the taste, the time, the texture, do you say? That's it, yeah. Yep. yeah. And, uh, like, obviously going over that, uh, having a quick breakfast, getting some protein balls in for your afternoon snack and lunch. We've talked a fair bit about the nutrition. Now, when it comes to, you say you exercise twice a day, you're doing all this cooking, and you've got a pretty busy life. How do you, yeah. do you plan your week ahead of time to kind of see what's going on so you know 
what days you're going to be more free to cook and prepare meals and things like that? Or how do you, how do you with such a busy lifestyle, able to manage all these type of things in your life? Um, I have someone that manages my time for me, which is amazing. <laughs> I have uh, my amazing uh, right-hand woman, Erin White, looks after me in all my day-to-day aspects. So she deals with managing my calendar and booking me in and sorting out my flights and my transfers and my travel and this, that, and the other, uh, which is incredible. Um, and we utilize Google Calendar like it's our Bible. Um, so everything I do from you know my training sessions to personal time with my girlfriend to I'm looking at my day-to-day physio this morning that I went with, uh, meeting that we had just before doing this to going to the Apple Genius Bar tomorrow to gym sessions in the afternoon to dinners in the evening. Like it's all in there. It's all color-coded for different things. You know, work is blue, random shit's green, meetings are light blue, social time is pink, you know, and we, we run off that and my uh, assistant has access to all my calendar and then we just sort of work things around that. So most of the time, meetings and whatnot don't start until, you know, 9, 10 a.m. So that gives you fucking five, five hours in the morning to train at least. Um, so I'm up at five most mornings and, you know, in the water or on the bike or in the gym by 5.36. Um, yeah, so I do a lot of the stuff early morning. But then say if I'm going on like Thursday, I've got a 10 a.m. flight to – Adelaide, which means a pretty early start, which might be hard to do it, then I'll just organize some time when I get to Adelaide to do some exercise or or I'll incorporate a rest period. If I know I'm going to be traveling for like four days and I'm going to be busy, I'll sort of incorporate that as a rest or a downtime um, and just say, look, I'm in Adelaide. I'm not going to be able to train. I won't have my bike. I'm not going to have a pool. You know, I can go for a run, but maybe I'll just take these three or four days just have a bit of a down phase and then get right back into it for, you know, the next however many weeks before I go again. Um, but yeah, I love, I love my Google calendar. Um, and the other good thing about my schedule is I'm sort of, I'm my own boss. So if I've got, you know, a, a work event in the evening and a work event early in the morning, I can do my training, you know, now, you know, at, at lunchtime, you know, I don't have to be in the office, which is, you know, something that I'm very grateful for and I'm very fortunate to have but um yeah it's, it's it's good to be able to do that as well fair enough um i think the biggest thing like you said there is using the calendar to actually book everything because obviously most people aren't going to have access to an assistant or working for themselves yeah. but having that planning and time with the google calendar to say okay yeah. like you know monday wednesday friday i'm going to be doing my weight training day tuesday yeah. and sunday might be my cardio and then maybe thursday is the day that you do all your meal preps and stuff for the week to get all that exactly ahead right. of time it's, it's so good and it lays it out like, you know, it lays it out in a pretty clear code. And once you once you get your, like I was saying, color coding for me is, is so important because it highlights what's important to me, what's not so important, what, you know, I really need to get to. I can quickly just glance at my month or I can quickly glance at my week ahead and see, okay, I've got heaps of work stuff. I've got, you know, two dinners and, and three lunches and, you know, 10 meetings and this, that and the other. Um, I can have a quick glance and then I can figure out, you know, where I'm going to fit things in. And, and like you said, even if it's like use Google Calendar to be like, you know, check in on my goals, you know, or, you know, put that in and repeat it every month so that you, it reminds you to do it. Or, you know, I've got one in here for watering my, watering my plants in my, my indoor plants at my home and at the office. It's like water the plants. It's just all those little things that in our fast paced lives, we sort of forget to do, but, um, yeah, it's, it makes it easy when you've got this, this nice little system in place. 
So pick one system and stick to it, though. Don't, like, you know, have little schedules in your Google Calendar and then written down in a diary. Just make sure it's all in one focused place where you can get access to it all the time. Exactly right. Exactly right. I always write myself notes in, in my email as well. I just, like, you know, I'm on my phone and I'll think of something or something will come up and I'll just compose a message to Hayden Quinn, you know, check this or check that, do this, do that, and it comes into my inbox. And I'm like an email, you know, I'm always on my email. I'm always there checking it out because that's what runs my life as well. And then I add things into my calendar and make sure everything's working. So have a little reminder system as well, like your to-do list sort of thing. I know there's a lot of great apps out there for to-do lists and, and making sure you're checking things off. So they're always handy to have as well. Yeah, nice one. Well, that's actually what I had to do today. Like I've got it all in my calendar. So I know, okay, Tuesday I've got a call with Hayden. Wednesday I've got a little bit more free time to work on my clients' programs. Like every single day, I kind of look at it yeah. like a bucket day too. So, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday are my weight training bucket days type of thing. And then yeah. when you when you segment it like that, you're able to organize more of your time to do like batch tasks together. That way you can say, okay, on Sunday, like I always tell my clients, on a Sunday, do all of your meal prep. Get it all sorted. You can put it in the freezer. You can do whatever you're going to do, but you've got it all done so you don't have to keep running backwards and forwards to it so many times. 100%. And you sort of nailed it there saying you're batch tasking. Like, for me, wasting time, it like cripples me. It's like the one thing that I hate is, is people that will not only hate wasting time, but I hate people that waste my time. And, you know, it's all about being efficient. And I think efficiency is so important um, when you're trying to run a business, you're trying to get started, you know, you're starting something up or, you know, whatever it may be. It's all about being efficient with your time, making the most of the time that you do have because it is um, it is short. It's quick. These days go very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. And just like, guys, time goes quick, so you've got to make sure you get what you can out of the podcast. You pull out the information. You go and apply. You don't want to keep going back and forth, back and forth. You take your notes of what you're listening to. So we've talked about, you know, making some meals. You go and jump on. You have a look at the meal, and you get it done straight away instead of going, oh, I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that because you're just going to be wasting more time going over the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much an impulsive person. Well, not impulsive, but if I'm going to do something, I do it. I'm going to do it. It's done. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Well, Hayden, uh, I really appreciate you sharing all those cooking tips, uh, the nutrition facts, some good recipes that I'm going to share that we can actually try because I want to get my hands on some zucchini eggs right now. And um, some productivity tips. So I really appreciate you coming on today. Now, for those who want to learn more about you, what's going on at the moment? Like, What's the best place for us to be able to chase up you? Yeah, best best spot is obviously across all the social stuff. Um, Instagram, Twitter at Hayden underscore Quinn. Uh, Facebook Hayden J Quinn on Facebook. Also got my YouTube channel where there's a lot of um, recipe videos on there, which is Hayden Quinn TV on YouTube. Um, yeah, love it. Any of those social, obviously the website as well, HaydenQuinn.com.au. Um, there's I don't even know how many recipes there are on there, but there's at least a couple hundred. So jump on there. There's lots of great healthy recipes. One of my favorites at the moment um, is, oh, it's not at the moment. It was a little while ago that I did. I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Spice kangaroo with super slaw. Oh, I so love spice kangaroo. Oh, yeah. Can kangaroo fillet, some paprika, cumin, a little bit of lime, and then a super slaw. Red quinoa, kale, cabbage, carrots, goji berries, pepitas, sesame seeds. So good for dinner. Make that up as a little lunchbox for lunch. Happy days. Perfect. Guys, I'm going to link all that stuff up 
in the podcast notes. So you can go in there. You can have a little squeeze at the protein balls, at the zucchini eggs, and the spiced kangaroo with some slaw. So, Hayden, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. And, guys, have a great day. Cheers, Tyson. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Before you go, can you please do me a massive favor and share this podcast with one friend or family member who you think would benefit from listening? All you have to do is open up your podcast app, click on those three dots next to the episode and click on share episode. Then you can text or email it to that friend or family member and tell them to check it out. Also, if you guys want to connect with me, I'm on all social media platforms, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to find me, it's at TysonBPT, T-Y-S-O-N-B-P-T. Also, if you guys like the podcast, please go to iTunes and leave me a rating. This helps me get up the rankings and it also helps other people find me so I can help them improve their health and fitness. Once again, thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.